0: Thanks for listening to Mindset Monday podcast. This is Drew, your host, and today we're talking about balance. How do you create balance in a world of fast-paced technology and what I call that fast-paced speed dating relationship where we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're doing quick, quick conversations on our phone, and how do we stay in a balance with our mindset? So I'm really excited today. We're having Alicia. Nice to have you here and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. So give us a rundown on who you are, uh, both personal, business, anything that you're willing to share so we can get to know you just for a few minutes
1: here. Sure. So I'm Alicia Walensky. I am the co-founder of a business called Work For Your Beer, which is a digital directory of all of the places that you can work out and drink booze in the Southeast. So things like a brewery yoga class or a cidery run club or even trivia nights we consider working your mind. So we list all of those in Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. So yeah,
0: it's so cool. I saw I was doing a little stocking on social media You have an insane Instagram account. You're awesome in there. But like you're literally doing yoga and their beer is like sitting from their face. It's fantastic.
1: Well, it's nice. Uh, We like to say we have three different buckets of people. We've got the people who maybe are like new to a city and don't know how to meet people. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, going to this kind of activity, say it's brewery yoga, you know that the person that you're talking to to your left likes beer and likes yoga. So you've already got two things in common. You're like a dating. Kind of. We've seen proposals. It's been crazy. Um, And then we've got the people who maybe don't want to spend 25 bucks on a drop-in at a yoga studio, so they're a little on the frugal side, and these classes are usually free or pay what you can. Or we've got the people who, like, need to find balance, essentially, who they want to hang out with their friends, but they also need to work out, but they're so busy with work, so, okay, I can kill two birds with one stone if I go to a brewery yoga class. That's super
0: cool. Yeah,
1: it's pretty rad. Very impressive. Like,
0: I was like... (laughs) Dude, why did I, it's almost like the paperback. Why did I think of that crap? Yes, you know, so, so
1: many cool. people say that to us when they see us at festivals. They're like, this was my idea. And I'm like, yeah. I, I, do you want me to apologize? Yeah, <laughs>
0: like... because I actually followed through. <laughs> that. Yes. So we were kind of chatting beforehand um, about what are we going to talk about? And we talk about mindset a lot. That's the point of our podcast. But we, you chose one word in particular is balance. So, you know, you chose that for a reason. So I want to kind of go dig deep, like, was there a point, moment in your life personally or in professionally that you were off balance? Because that it seems to be a passion of yours. So if you let us into a little bit of what's that word mean to you and, you know, if you were off balance what, what was the catalyst there?
1: Absolutely. So prior to going full-time with my own business, I was working at a newspaper in North Carolina and I was one of the editors and I was working with a team of, you know, two other editors. So the three of us total, one editor ended up leaving for another job, um, that, you know, just was better for him personally, which left two editors, but they never hired a third back. So then we're already just taking on his workload. So that lasted about a year. And then my co-editor, just finally hit a breaking point and she left because she just Shut mentally up. couldn't handle so it you're anymore. So, like one man, so
0: show. One man one show. One man show
1: and after about 3 months of them not moving forward with trying even to hire anybody to replace those two people that I was now doing the job and running this business on the side, I was just like I I can't do this. There were days I was working 20-hour days just trying to get our content Together. There were days that I wasn't eating, I wasn't sleeping, I wasn't seeing my fiance at the time, now husband. It yeah. was just the least balance I've ever had in my life. And I finally, a- about four months after that happened, ended up leaving as well. So they had no editors and they've figured it out. But I had to get to that point where I was like, you know, as awful as I feel leaving them in a lurch, like, I can't do this to myself anymore. Yeah. And so... Chose I chose
0: you over, over that. Right?
1: Exactly. So. And so coming into this role, I was like, okay, let me set some boundaries for how I find whatever my preferred level of work-life balance is and however I need to balance relationships with work, with myself, with, you know, everything else that I want to be doing in life that I value.
0: Yeah. I think one of the things I want to ask you next, which I think ties into all of that is, do you think it's realistic to have a balanced life? Do you think that is like fairy tale that we all have been told when we're kids and that's not realistic or do you think there is such a thing as a balanced life now that you've gone through that experience and you're owning your own business and doing this and you're married and all the Mm -hmm. other things you have going on do you think that's realistic to have a balanced life
1: be honest I think two things one I think in my own life I tend to prefer Rather than work-life balance, it's more like work-life integration. Like yeah. The two okay. kind of go together because I do own this business. It is always on my mind. So even if I'm out on a date with my husband and we happen to meet someone who would be a great contact for me, he and I have an understanding that I can pursue that conversation and it's not going to ruin the night. We can go right back to the date as soon as it's over. Cool. However, I do think there's a possibility of balance. I think we have to stop thinking of it as being 50-50. I think it can be... You know, I'm finding balance, and that might look like 20% personal life and 80% professional, but as long as I decide what those two numbers are that are going to equal my 100, and I commit to those, and I commit to, okay, I got to 80, I'm not going to push myself to 90 this week, then that's my ba- my version of balance. Your version of balance doesn't have to be the same as someone else's. It's whatever you can handle.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you, but I kind of articulate it in a different way. Like, I believe in counterbalance. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to take two weeks and – spend with my wife in Tahiti, then when I get back into the United States, I'm going to hustle and get back in the grind and work. For sure. So I think there definitely is kind of like you said, you figure out what your balance is. And I think that's great, almost visual. Like when we say balance, we see this weird scale and we think it should be level on both sides. But is it realistic? I think it's not. I think Mm -hmm. to your point, you're going to be weighed more on one side, maybe intentionally or unintentionally because life It's not a straight
1: line. Exactly. And I think people, too, I mean, you hear about, like, the eight-hour work week or whatever. You know, it's just people want to have this magic formula for, okay, this is what works. Like, this is what I'm going to go with. And I just really think that varies even between myself and my co-founder. Our business is 50-50. But the way that she works isn't always the same way that I work. And I think that's okay if I am going to get my work done and make sure that I'm still contributing to my fullest potential, sure. she's doing the same thing. Those hours might look different, what we're contributing might look different, but we're still both working in the same direction. I love that, yeah,
0: that's good. So let's let's say you're kinda at that 80-20, right, mm-hmm. for you. What if you're off track? Like what if the opposite, the pendulum is swung and you're just not in your, what you call that balance, mm-hmm. you're kind of lopsided on the opposite perspective. Like how do you get yourself back on track back in that position where you feel like again you're counterbalancing or co-balancing what what would you say your advice of, to yourself or to someone that's maybe struggling with that same thing
1: so it's funny i have had that situation in the past when i first started this business i was so just blinders on, focused on growing it, that I let a lot of other things fall to the wayside, including my own health, including my relationship at the time, which was with my now husband. And I just remember one day him sitting me down and he was like, I need you to cancel everything that you have on your calendar for today. And we need to spend some time together. And in that moment, there was this like anxiety that I was like, well, I can't do that. Like, these are all meetings that I've had set up for weeks. And like, I can't do that. I have to do yeah. these things. And he was like, I just need you to remember that this is not brain surgery. No one's life hangs in the balance. Like if you reschedule with these people, they will understand. You don't have to tell them why. Just say, hey, today no longer works for me. Can we find another date? If not, sorry, but like this needs to be the focus. And I think he and I ended up spending the whole weekend just like doing nothing. And it was such a reset and I never allow myself to do that. And I have to imagine a lot of entrepreneurs don't. And it was just huge. So now instead of going to the extreme of canceling all my meetings, I'll go for a 20, 30-minute walk and genuinely not bring my phone, not bring anything, just me, like, breathing and, yeah. like, alone, and it pre-centers me to get back on track.
0: So you think that that's probably one of your strategies now, now that you've, your husband or fiance, <laughs> kind of checked you, really. Yeah. You now kind of, you put that in your schedule, you you create that time in your space, I think. Yeah. I, I think that's a great advice that a lot of us, especially entrepreneurs, we're working 60, 70 hours a week Mm -hmm. because we're trying to build something that we're passionate about. Right. And we do all those extra things kind of fall to the wayside. For sure. And usually someone's checking us. It's usually our spouse or Thank goodness. And they're like, what (laughs) the hell are you doing? Right, exactly. So like, is that, what? so like, how do you think this has helped you in your business? Like, you know, how do you think, like you help and train and coach people in different industries. How do you think that has helped you that in your business world?
1: Now. I think um, there are different components of my job that I excel at, that I enjoy, and like those don't always align necessarily, but like everything needs to at some point get done to, you know, make our business grow. And so a lot of it is I need to check myself on okay, what do I have in my to do list this week? And how do I – have you heard of the eat the frog? Oh, I love it. Right. So how do I do the stuff that I'm going to least look forward to the first? And then after that, get into the stuff that I'm going to kind of enjoy and then the stuff I really enjoy. So a lot of it is just balancing my workload so that no given day is going to be, like, exceptionally stressful followed by a super easy day. Just trying to, like, find a little bit of balance that way. And then a lot of it is, you know – I need time to get work done versus speaking with people, but I'm so excited when I have the opportunity to speak Good. with someone. So how do I make sure my days are kind of evenly distributed and balanced in terms of when I'm speaking with others versus when I'm alone, nose to the grindstone, getting the work done. Right. And so a lot of those different kinds of balance come into play when you're scheduling your work day to be the most productive and effective that you can be.
0: I love that. I My takeaway is we call it embrace the suck.
1: Yes. Like,
0: uh, <laughs> like there is parts of, I don't care what business, you work for the man or you work for yourself. Mm-hmm. There's parts of your job that sucks. True. hate it. And Eat the Frog, that book of love, is totally, it says you, you do that first. Yes. Yeah, and I love that you said you kind of block that in there first. Totally. I think that's, and then I, you know, I think that's awesome. That's great. <laughs> I think that that's something that all of us as entrepreneurs, we struggle with because our mindset is sometimes we're not good enough or sometimes we aren't doing enough or sometimes we rest and we're like, Oh God, we're lazy or, we, right. you know, and I think really that balance or counterbalance or what you had talked about is about realizing that there's space for all of that.
1: Right. So, exactly. So. And I think it's especially like, this concept of you have to always be hustling, like, no, there should be time when you're refilling your cup, so to speak. Yeah, like, recharge. they say you can't pour from an empty cup, and that's absolutely correct. So yeah. what do you need? And for some people, that's not going to be, like, laying on the couch and watching TV like it is for me. Right. For some people, that'll be, like, I'm going to go hike for the entire day. Right. I'm going to go God. run a marathon. Like Awesome, bless them. Great. I'll just
0: Netflix myself. Exactly, yeah. and so
1: I'll find a new show and I'll watch all of it, and then I'll right. be ready to binge go. Yeah,
0: I th- yeah. I think that's also. I think that's a really cool. Also, another. I'm learning from you so much. Like, there's just from advice on that balance is you got to find your recharge button.
1: Exactly, and
0: it's thirty minute walk. It's climbing a freaking. <laughs> Along I'm not doing that. Nope. Or binge watching Netflix, like exactly. whatever is your recharge. But I think. Again, that's creating that balance, counterbalance, or that 80 that I love
1: that. Well, and people have such this idea that, okay, recharge has to mean, like, meditation or yoga, or it has to mean journaling, or it has to mean something that's very woo-woo and, like, seems really daunting if that's not how you're wired. And for sure. some people, that's just not going to work. Like, you know, I am a very low-key eye of anxiety issues my husband has like ADHD and so we're on different planes he's up mm-hmm. here and I'm down here yeah, yeah. and how he recharges is not how I would recharge he's yeah. like let's go hang out with friends and I'm like I don't want to see another see human another- being yeah. like yeah. no and so it's, it's very totally really different uh how we both need to recharge but I think in terms of like finding your balance and finding how you recharge so much of this comes down to knowing yourself and so yeah. figuring out what you need and not what other people are saying you should need or
0: apologize for it like yeah I think there's a Really, I think I love all of this is connecting to the kind of where my sense is at the end is you need to be selfish about what you need
1: yeah. for your
0: balance and your recharge so you can fill other people's cup, right? Of what you said. Right. And I think sometimes we're so selfless, we're always trying to take care of someone else, yes. our spouse, our partner, our kids. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurs are trying to build this next greatest invention or thing. Well, it starts with you first. I exactly. Think that's truly like the silver bullet in balance. Yes, you're so right. So that's super cool. Well, thank you. That was awesome. Yeah, I'm glad. (laughs) That was super cool. So um, like always, we always end with a mindset quote, and this is a really long freaking quote, but I thought it was cool, so I'm going to read this, and if I butcher it, you'll just have to (laughs) listen to my shit anyway. Um, But this is from Brian Dyson. He's actually the COO of uh, Coca-Cola, and he had this cool, like really long, I don't know if it's a quote, but a statement that I thought kind of wraps up ironically, we don't always know how the conversations are going to go, but the, basically it says, imagine a life uh, is a game in which you juggle five balls in the air, and you'll soon understand that work is a rubber ball. If you drop it, it will bounce back. But the other four balls, family, health, friends, and spirit are made of glass. If you drop one of these, it will become scuffed, marked, nicked, damaged, or even shattered. You must strive for balance in your life to protect all five of these. So I think that's really encompasses that we need that balance, counterbalance. And I even love that you've connected that it's not this equal scale Mm -hmm. and accept that for what it is. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode and I appreciate your wisdom.
1: Thanks so much. Awesome.